1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. Hope you are all well. All right, buddy. You ready for this? Man. Hey, by the way, Bruce Pitcher is going to join us coming up at 2.30 today. Uh, there is rumor out there that Bruce wants to renegotiate the bet. Are you? Uh, let's just get this right out of the way here. Are you willing to renegotiate the bet? I, uh, I, I don't. Well, I don't know about you, but you and I both grew up with honorable men as fathers that said, "When you put your name on the dotted line, you that's yeah. Your your word is your you honor that commitment. Yeah, yeah, you honor commitments." What what wins did you give him? I can't remember. He said sixty. I don't know if did I go fifty nine and a half. No, I think it was it was, it was just sixty, 60 right? He was, strong, he was strong on sixty. Yeah, but he, I thought it was like sixty two, and Scotty came down. Yeah, no, I did. I said let's work it down a little bit. I said sixty, and well, he goes his, done. His mom called in. Yeah, he did. She did. His mom called in, and by the way, his mom is a passionate sports fan, and she listens every day. And she was like, Bruce, don't do it. He's like, Mom, stay out of it. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised his amazing bride didn't call in. Yeah. because She's the one that's going to have to stare so, at that thing when he comes out of the shower. Okay. I, I, know that my, I know that my opinion doesn't matter here. Come out the way I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, it did. What kind of show we running here? I know that my opinion doesn't matter here. Yeah. But- I absolutely adore his wife. Like, yeah, she's awesome. She is one of the most sweet and kind individuals in the world. I do not want her to have to look at another tattoo that shouldn't be there. So I would like to throw my hat in the ring and say I would like to allow him to renegotiate. that. But I know my opinion doesn't really matter here. I don't feel like you're going to fight this all that much when it comes down I, to you it. Didn't, I mean, you didn't you're sounding really, tough right I think here. what you're doing is you feel bad because you didn't stand up for him when John Lund right. railroaded him. Yeah, that's and, true. And I think you feel like you need to help him out here. I would like, like to. Right now, for at the time being. But when he comes on, you're probably going to be. Nope. No, I will, no, we'll see how it goes, but I'm I'm ready Okay, to. but I get in, like, what's in it for me? Like, like I'm like, you know. Teddy KGB here. Like, like I guess you like, got, I, like I need I you, need something in. Re- what you got to do is figure out how far you're willing to go on this because he's gonna. I don't know where he's gonna come in game wise. I do have games on over under, and maybe this will help you try to navigate your own opinion. And then you add a couple, but we'll see how it goes. You ready to get started yeah, on this? Let's do this. All right, here we go. Year four of the Utah Jazz over under preseason bets and guesses. It's just no bets, no Skittles, no entertainment Skittles. purposes only. The Utah Jazz are bringing in Mike Conley. He's a career 15-point-a-night, 5.7-assists-a-night guy. Okay. He averaged 6.4 assists last year and 21.1 points per game, one of his higher-scoring output averages in a season. So he was at 6.4 assists, 21.1 points per game last year. I'm going to set the over-under for assists at 6 assists per game with the Utah Jazz. He was at 6.4 last year. He's averaged 5.7. I'm going to drop it right in the middle there and go 6 assists per game for Mike Conley. I will go uh, higher. You're going to take the over? Yep. I'd say he'll be in the 6.4 to 6.5 range. Lloyd? I too will go with the over. 
Okay, so he's going to be running a lot of pick and roll with, well, you 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 wonder, and all on the, on the switch. So Donovan Mitchell will run quite a bit of pick and roll with Rudy. I feel like all the ball movement, it, sometimes it it hurts. Like I, like I feel like it hurted it hurt Rubio a little bit. Like he didn't get the assist we thought. No, he, they, he, he dropped all the ball ball movement. He so hit the over on our predi- or the I under on our predictions. I think he's going to be very involved with it though. What 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 makes you so positive on that, Scotty? Because you were pretty quick to. Um, I think that that's traditionally. I think the now, if you're going to ask me about scoring, I'm going to take the under most likely. I think his scoring is going to go down. I think his assists uh, are going to go up. But you know, Lloyd brings up a really good point. The Jazz, uh, they dished out 26 assists a game. They were eighth in the league in total assists per game. Um, there is a lot of great ball movement. I think it plays into his game. He averages over the last three years in his career well over six assists a game. Um, I think that that's. I think that's where he's going to be, 6.2, 6.3, roughly around there. Okay. Uh, I, I do feel like this is a place I can separate because it, there's wow. a chance of being 5.8, five, 5.9. Five, yeah. I'm going to go under. Wow. That's a bold move, Cotton. You really don't like him that much, huh? Jeez. Career average 15 points, average 21.1 points last year. I'm setting his average for the Jazz through the regular season at 17.5. 17.5 points per game. I will take the from un- Mike I'm going to take the under. That's a good line though. Thank I you. like that line. Thank you. I uh, thank you. That I I crunched on that one a little I'm bit just say, trying to consider all the scoring if options. If I had to guess, I'd probably put him in the 16 range. Oh, okay, so with his previous team, what scoring option was he typically? Number 1? He was number 1, yeah, especially when they pulled the trigger on the Gasol trade. Like that was typically his, number 1 throughout, right? Yeah, like that was his I mean, that was his team. Okay, well, he, he's, a, he's a lifetime average at 15, Yeah, but 21.1 last year, I think it's going to come down. I don't know if it goes below 17.5, though. Dude, you got – all right, so you got Donovan Mitchell, who's going to be a volume shooter. You got uh, – you, you added or Boyan. Or Costco shooter, as you say. Yeah. You got Boyan. You got multiple scoring options. Uh, he will not lead the team in scoring. I think we can all safely agree on that. That's going to be Donovan Mitchell. Rudy's going to probably see his scoring output go up. There's just more options here than what he had in uh, and then what he had in Utah or what he had in Memphis. And you already mentioned that the fact that his numbers career-wise are roughly around 15 when he had scoring options mm-hmm. in Memphis. Um, but we have seen scoring production go up league-wide. What do you mean? Just just talking about possessions and and, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. scoring production. Yeah. But you know, like that's I'm just giving you my reasoning. Lloyd, where are you going? Personally, I don't think this is a very good line. I'm going to go under. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Lloyd. You know what? You forced me into it. I'm going over. I'm going to I'm going to say he's going to be at just under 18 points a game. Boyan Bogdanovich averaged 4.83s per game for Indy last year, Scotty. 4.83 three-point attempts. Per game, I'm going to move that number up just a touch. I'm going to go to 5.1 attempts per game. He has averaged as high as five, but I don't think he's gone over the five. I think 5.1 would be his highest attempt average per game throughout a regular season. Lloyd, you get to go first on this one. He will. He will be over. I think he's going to be over because I think that they've brought him in for one 
major reason, and they want him to take the threes. And I'm not saying that they, they're going to force and squeeze him to take the threes, but you're going to have so much distribution, and you've got great passing out of the lane. You know what? I'm going to take a res- – yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm taking a resounding over – because if Jay Crowder averaged 6.5 three-point attempts last year, yes. Boyan's going to blow that out of the water. Okay. Three overs? Yeah. I was, I was thinking take? of 6.5 a game. Guess how many averaged or average makes per game? 2.2. On the dot. Was that? 2.2. Um, Rudy Gobert averaged 15.9 points per game last year, over under 16.2. Can he get a .3 increase? Rudy Gobert going from 15.9 points per game over under 16.2. I'll take the over. I will take the under here. Yeah. That's a tough that's that's the hardest that's the hardest one so far for me. That's the most difficult line. Yeah. Well, yeah, you ask yourself do we see a, a scoring increase or do we see a scoring decrease? That's a tough one. But I mean, here's a guy that averaged. He's going to improve offensively. We know that's an area that he can improve. He can improve. Um, he also had about four offensive rebounds per game. It'd be interesting to see how many of those offensive rebounds he turned back into points. Points, yes. And if the Jazz are better offensively, yep. he may not have as many offensive rebounds. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of elements to this. Um, so Lloyd, I'm going to take me. the over, but boy, that one's done under protest. Give me the under. All right, here we go. Come on, Rudy. All-star picks for the Utah Jazz. 0.5. Will the Jazz have an all-star come all-star break? Um, I'm going to go the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'll, go, I'll start. I haven't led yet. I'll start. I'm going to go the over. I just think it's time for Rudy. That's it's, that's it's, who, that's it's, who it's who it would be. It'd be Rudy. It's time for Rudy, and, and there's got to be a level of embarrassment that you've got two defensive player of the years, you've got all NBA teams, but you don't have a freaking all star. Come on now. I don't see the NBA change. I, I, it'll be un, un, I'm taking the under. I won't have one. <laughs> oh man! You know what? I'm going to take the over because the Jazz will have the best record at the All Star break. Quinn Snyder will make a coach's selection and put Rudy Gobert on there. Bam! How about that? So you so you think best record despite how difficult the start of the season is? I'm just I'll give you the over. Okay, I'm gonna give you the over. Rudy Gobert averaged 12.9 rebounds a game through 81 games. He played 81 games, guys. This dude is durable. 12.9 rebounds per game through 81 games. I'm gonna set it at 12.2. I'm actually gonna drop it just a touch. 12.2. I will take the over. He'll be in the 12 range. It'll be over 12.2. Despite your great point you said about uh, better offensive, you're not going to have as many offensive boards. That's what we're looking at. (laughs) (laughs) Did you – you went under, Scott? No, I'm actually going to – no, no, no. Yeah, I went under. Oh, you went under? Yeah, under 12.9. Oh, no, no, no. You said 12.2. Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll take over. Over? Over, yeah. I'm taking the under. Yeah. Is he going to slip into eleven? Uh, I it's I think he's it'll be high elevens twelve Here's point. A, it's, you know I hit this by by point one last year when I dropped the over under. You know here's the other element too on the minutes. I don't know if you did over under on minutes. 
with no favors, does Rudy Gobert's minutes go up? And if those minutes go up, he averaged 31.8 minutes per game last year. If, if his well, minutes go up, then his rebounding is going to go up. How much more can his minutes go up? Well, that's well, the, like thirty-one. Does he go to like thirty-four minutes per know. game? That's a lot. I was looking at Ed Davis, man. Ed Davis is an impressive rebounder. The other thing I didn't realize: do you know he's thirty? Like he's he's been in the league a long time. This is season, dude. Okay, uh, Lloyd, where did you go? Over under twelve point two. I'm gonna go. You know what? Give me the over. Rudy was third in the league in blocks at 2.3 per game. Miles Turner was your leader last year at 2.7 for Indy per game. I'm going to go over under Rudy blocks at 2.3. Same. So Miles, you're, you're Miles, holding the number. So he was th- yeah, he was third in the league last year at 2.3 per game. Miles Turner led the league at 2.7. Can he stay at 2.3 blocks per game? I'm going to take the over. Lloyd. Well, if they're going to be what we think they can be and the jump they're going to need to be defensively to be that good, I think he's going to be unbelievable this year. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Yeah, again, I think there will be multiple opportunities. Okay, well, you know what, though? Jazz are better from a perimeter defender standpoint. There might not be guys in the lane as much as they were. You know, yeah, no, I'm still going to go over. Okay. And uh, last one before the break. Ed Davis is a career 6.8 rebound per night guy, but he averaged 8.6 for Brooklyn last year. So he's 6.8 lifetime through, how many seasons is that, eight, nine yeah. seasons? Yeah. 8.6 last year. I'm going to set his over under at seven rebounds a game. Oh, that's a good one. Remember, Derek Favors averaged 7.4 last year yeah. in that backup role. Yep. It's a good number. Um, I'm trying to figure out Ed Davis's minutes, too. Yeah, that's the other element. I mean, Favors played 23 minutes. Is Ed Davis going to average 23 minutes? No. Of course not. I think he's going to be a 17, 18-minute guy. Give me the under. Lloyd? Under. I'll take the under. This one is a tough one. But, you know, um, here's the other part of that. If Rudy misses yeah, any time whatsoever with injury, like if he misses a 10-game 10, 10 stretch, or, yeah. then Ed Davis's rebounding numbers are going to skyrocket. I'm going to go over. I, I, so you're I, thinking Rudy's going to miss a lot of time. I think one of the – not what I said. No. you got to take everything into consideration. I think one of the bigger questions is what is Ed Davis's usage this year? How comfortable are the coaches – what kind of usage did they bring him in for? You know, you can you pull up Ed Davis's minutes per game last year with Brooklyn? I mean, obviously things are are extremely different, but to get to eight point six rebounds a game, I, I think it was like twenty two minutes. Ed Davis last year only played seventeen point nine minutes a game. See, that's kind of where I put him for Jazz seventeen eighteen minutes. And still averaged eight rebounds, eight point six rebounds a game. You know what? Switch me. I'm going to go over. I took the over. This is where we separate. Lloyd, you want to stay under? Yep, staying under. Out of kid. All right, take a break. Come back. We continue on with more over under for the 2019-2020 Utah Jazz season. Right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. <laughs>
Okay. All right. All right. Let's get back to it. Jazz okay. over under. 2019-2020. Jazz over under. You having fun with this? I love it every year. I, I, I try to I try to make it informative by giving you kind of last year's numbers. Yeah. Hopefully people are enjoying it. Okay, you ready? Yep. Dante Exum played in 14 games oh, in 2018. I hate this one. I do. Why, why do you He played in 42 games in 2019. Yeah. So 18, uh, 14 games in 2018, 42 games in 2019. And this isn't really injury related. This is just jazz usage related because we know he's going to be healthy here in a bit. I'm setting... Dante Exum games for 2020 at 35. Over. Lloyd? Oh, yeah, it's over. I will take the under. I think I'm going to separate there. I hope that... Nobody's... I hope that he does. I just, so you're hoping injury on Dante No, I'm not. what you're saying. No. Heck no. Love the kid. And he's a great kid. Every year, you just love him. Yeah. But I'm wondering. Nobody's that unlucky. Nobody. Oh, I think you're doing some bad juju in there. I'm just right saying, now. there's no way. There's no way. Well, I just think there's a lot of scenarios for yeah. Dante. Uh, Joe Ingles started. 80- I mean, and you're not even talking injury. Maybe trade no, deadline. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I mean, there, there's yeah. a lot of scenarios. No, I'm with you. Right. Joe Ingles started 81 games in 2018 and 82 games in 2019. I'm putting Joe Ingles starts at 41 for 2020. Under. Under. Did I set that number too low? No, it's a great number. I'm going to go under. <laughs> I know that their intentions is to, is to not start him, but yep. I just – I wondered maybe they get a couple of games in and they're like, like yeah, oh, by the way, is it going to be Roy? Who's, is it Royce then? Yeah. Hmm. Donovan Mitchell scored a team leading 23.8 points per game in 2019. I'm putting his over under at 24.8. Under. Uh, what was the number again? 24.8. And he was 23.8 last year? Yes. Can he add a point? Not with the scoring they had. No, I'm yeah, under. I'm going to go under. Okay. I will separate there. If you and put it tw- over. And it's funny because if you put it at 23.8, <clears throat> I might take the over. You think it'd be a 24? Like, I just think he's going to be, and <clears throat> Frank Dolce is going to yell at me somewhere, just ever so slightly over. The 23.8? Just, just a skosh. Just a skosh. Smidge. I will leave it at 24.8 and I'll go over. I think he's going to be real close, if not right at 25. Last year, the Jazz were 17th in scoring in the NBA at 111.7 points per game. I'm going to put it, now we know the acquisition, and I might be off on this, but I've got some reasonings behind putting it where I'm putting it. I'm going to put it at 115 points per game, a four-point-per-game increase that would put them, or that would have put them number five in the NBA last year between the Clippers and the Trailblazers. Okay. 115 would have put them at number five last year between the Clippers and the Trailblazers. Did they add enough firepower and scoring to increase four points per game? 
You know, the other question you have to ask here, too, is Jazz in pace of play last year, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, was 13th out of 30, which was a huge improvement. Um, you got to imagine their pace is going to be pretty high pace, this year, right? If the pace increases and they're a top 10 pace team, and you went 115 even? Yes, 115 on the nose. I'll go over. Lloyd? I am going to take the over. Okay, I'll take the under. The Utah Jazz were the 10th best three-point shooting team in the NBA last year. They hit 35.6% as a team. The Spurs led the league last year in team three-point shooting at 39.5%. I'm going to give a full percent, 36.6% over under. Over. Which I think would have put them... Just, I, it would have been in the top five, I think. Just swapping out Boyan and put, uh, for Jay Crowder gives you a percentage there. <laughs> Scotty goes over. Lloyd? I will take the over as well. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over on that one. The Jazz went 17-20 and 20 against playoff teams in 2019. They went 17 and 20 against playoff teams in 2019. I'm going to put the line at 23 wins against playoff teams. And that's the end of the season. That's the teams that make the top eight in each conference and the Jazz record against those teams. They were 17 and 20 last year, a losing record against playoff teams. Uh, the year before, I think that they were at 500, if I remember right, against playoff teams. Uh, Lloyd, you want to bat lead off on this? You put the number at what? 23. 23. 23, oh. 23 wins. I'm going to go under. Which would put them just about 500. Just now. a skosh under. Yeah, I'm going under as well. I think they'll be around 500. I'm going to go over. Well. I think that uh, – I. Well, because you got to remember, there's some Eastern Conference teams in there, and they did not do well against Toronto and others last yep. year. Jazz won 29 home so games. I took, you have me down as under, under right? Yep. Okay. Jazz won 29 home games last year, giving them the third best home record in the West. What was the number again? 29 home games last okay. year. That was the third best home record in the West. Can they improve it by two games? I'm setting it at 30.5. Crazy considering how, how they started the season. I know. But even the home games were like, whoa, geez. No, they, I, they came on strong. I will take the under. 30.5. Can yeah. they increase? Well, will they increase by one or, or decrease? Yeah. I think they'll they'll stay about stagnant there, about 29.30. Lloyd, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a real tough one. I'm going to take the over. boy. I am going to go under. I think Scott. I think they're going to be right at 29-30. Yeah. Jazz won 21 road games last year, giving them the sixth best road record in the West in in 2019. I'm going to set their road record at 22.5. Can they get 22 over under 22.5 wins on the road? They were at 21 last year. Yes, over. I think they'll be... They'll be even at home 
They'll make up their ground on the road. Because they were sixth best in the West yeah. last year Yep. in road records. Lloyd? I'll take the over. I will hit the over there, too. Jazz were the fourth, the, the fourth best defense in 2019. They were the fourth best defense in 2019, giving up 106.5 points per game. This is a tough number for me. Um, because I had to take into consideration. Now, 109 point, I'm going to go over under 109.5, but I think everybody understands why I put it at 109.5. That would still put them near the top 10 last year. 109.5. I know that sounds like a big number, but people have got to get out of the early 2000s. Yeah. And even 2010 to 2015. Like, it's, this is a different NBA. And where were they last year? 105? 106.5. 106.5. They were the fourth best defense at 106.5 in 2019. Over, under, and by the way, I'll just start, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over 109.5. I'm going to go under, and I'm not sure I really, truly believe it, but I'm going to go under. Okay. I'll Lloyd? go over. Jazz longest winning streak last year was seven games. Will the Jazz have a winning streak over under 9.5? Under. Ten-game winning streak, huh? Uh, a year ago, what was that, 17 a year ago? Yeah. Or two years ago? Yeah, something like that. Did they have a 17-game winning streak or something? I'm going to go over. Lloyd? I'll take the over. Okay, Lloyd goes over. Scotty, no, you're, I'm going under. Now all of a sudden, I'm the. Uh, I don't the think pessimist. they're going to be very good, Art. Do you? <laughs> don't do. I don't like it when you do that. Okay, here we go. Jazz made it to the first round of the playoffs. Do they make it to the Western Conference Finals? Yes or no? Oh man. Do they make it to the Western Conference Finals? Yes or no? I'll start. No. So you don't think they're going to be very good? <laughs> Stop. Don't do that. I think they're going to be great. I, I will. Entertaining, I, but the West is I will, just a, I will a take, rodeo right now. I will say no as well. Lloyd? Come on, Lloyd. It's your chance. Here's your chance, Lloyd. Heck yes. Nice. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, yeah. Jazz won 50 games last year. Over under 54.5. This is the last one. Under. Oh. Lloyd? I'm going just under. Just barely. 53. So I've got him at I've got him at 29 wins at home. Come on, Bruce, where you got him? And 20 Where's Bruce when you need him? I've got him at 29 wins at home and 24 wins on the road. What does that put me at? Bruce will be telling you right now. Come on, Hans, have my back. 24. Uh Uh-huh. That's uh, 53. 53. I will take the under as well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. None of us believe they could get the 54. Bruce is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it, what, 54.5? 54.5. Yeah, right. that's it. 